If you dropped your change in a tip jar, but the barista didn't see it, did it really happen? Whoa. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, one day in to Melbourne coming out of lockdown. Still plenty of uh, restrictions in place. Only two people from a single household and their dependents allowed to come to your place. I haven't made use of that one yet. Uh, did have a nice day at Bob Bar yesterday during a few cold ones, but we do have a bit of a way to go. I was on the street in Melbourne yesterday and saw uh, a woman who was walking with what I assume was her daughter and um, she sneezed and to sneeze... She took off, she pulled down her mask and sneezed oh, into her hand. I am <laughs> so sick of seeing people do this. Come That's on, That's the people. point of the face mask. Yes, it's a bit grotty, but you just got to commit. Get just it in there. Just sneeze into the mask and have the mask over your face and chuck your elbow around your, your, your schnoz. Exactly. Secure that mask in. I can't so. believe that for so long we were just... Just sneezing and coughing into our hand and then using our hand for everything. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's just we're, amazing. We're disgusting. Um, but you're not because you're listening to All Day Breakfast here today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, had an incident happen to me yesterday. I want to get into in a moment. And Matt O'Kine, there's a tourism campaign that has uh, piqued our interests after some uh, popular culture movies coming out very recently as well. But are you, are you going good? I'm good. But you, you said, oh, you know, not you listening. You're not disgusting. You are disgusting. All right, I've seen some of the texts that have come in on uh, our Instagram, and what you do with butter is absolutely <laughs> filthy. True. All right. So we might even touch on that a little bit later on, but uh, hope you're having a good one. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's get stuck in. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, have you watched Borat 2 yet? Subsequent movie film? No, I haven't. So we were talking about it last night at dinner. Um, I I can't handle prank stuff anymore, you know? Yeah. You know me, I don't like pranking people. I need people to know what what's happening to them. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you don't like pranking people, then you will detest the latest <laughs> Borat film. It is um, very much so that he goes to different places and pretends to be a Kazakh uh, journalist. And um, in doing so, he's able to, you know, not only prank some nice people, but um, bring out some some interesting thoughts from people who don't know what's going on. Um, it's <laughs> It goes further than he has because while he's filming, Corona hits... And so I was watching an interview with Sasha Baron Cohen, creator and star of Borat, um, and he found some dudes who's like, what's going on? Why is there no one on the streets? And he's, <laughs> they say, oh, there's this virus happening. Like, why? What are you talking about? He's like, oh, could I stay with you? I don't have anywhere to stay. And he literally went back to their house and stayed with them for five days, and he was in character for five days as Borat. No. When he, from when he woke up, <laughs> went through his day, hanging out with them, talking to them. They were big into conspiracies. They think there's all sorts of stuff going on. No, you would have got along with them on. great, Matt. But um, I the- <laughs> believe I believe that anyone who's into conspiracies has seen the Borat films. Do well, you know what I mean? Mm. I just I feel like that was right in the time when they were teenagers who have grown up now to love conspiracies. That's Borat. Well, that's Borat territory. I don't know. I don't know much, but I know all I know is that the Kazakhs, after originally uh, banning. Borat One, back in the day, have decided, you know, we're going to use this as an opportunity and have taken his uh, catchphrase, very nice, very nice, to be the official Kazakhstan uh, tourism campaign. Kazakhstan, very nice. Very nice. 
That's actually very nice. Very nice. That's very nice. It's an interesting backflip, isn't it? I, I wouldn't have expected them to do this. They hated the first one. I mean, and still, you'd have to wonder whether how Sasha Baron Cohen can get away with this sort of thing still in 2020, you know, questionable stuff. Um, so it's interesting that they have done the backflip, obviously wanted to ride the wave of the popularity and uh, decided, you know what, it's on. It's on. And so I'm not sure how many people that will pull to Kazakhstan because obviously it's very different to what is depicted uh, in the films. But, um, you know, Australia's had its own issues with tourism in the past. The Where the Bloody Hell Are You campaign being widely panned. I'm not sure if anyone ran the numbers on uh, how many sweet tourists we got out of that one and how big a boost to the economy. I mean, the memes were great. Don't get me wrong. Dad boy Gregory well, Salad Figures was licking his chops. I mean, it's as big as the tech boom uh, for, for meme stocks when that came out. It, and Lara, it made, was it Lara made was on the Lara. front pages. Absolutely. Lara it's, it launched her career. Um, so I actually thought about, you know, what's been going on with this new slogan, very nice. And so I thought we'd have a little look back at some of the other more interesting tourism slogans from around the world. Australia, where the bloody hell are you? You said it, Alex Dyson. We love we love swearing at people in slogans, don't we? Certainly do. We certainly <laughs> if it's do. Not, if it's not, ask him where the bloody hell are you? Well, it was controversial back when you're drinking your drive. You're a bloody idiot. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you if you litter, don't litter, you dickhead. No, no, no. <laughs> like just... Don't throw butts, you tosser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. We just love. We love abusing people in slogans for some reason. Yep. Because um, even in the, in the Northern Territory, Alex Dyson, we all remember, know the, the amazing campaign, See You in the NT. Oh, I right. literally, I was driving and saw some, nu- some mud flaps with See You in the NT on them. I was like, what? It's amazing that we can, we've gone that far, just dropping C-bombs in our slogans. Unbelievable. Love it. But, um, you know, Kazakhstan's not the only people who are taking some uh, some inspiration from movie quotes. Um, Albania had a tourism campaign a couple of years ago. Come dislocate your elbow doing a no. cartwheel. It was one it of was, them. It what was I did. taken by Albania, right? Be taken no. by Albania. <laughs> and it was... Based on the Liam Neeson movie (laughs) where he's trying to stop people getting trafficked through Albania. His daughter's getting kidnapped and trafficked through Albania because it says, like, if you go to the Get Taken by Albania website, it says, yes, in popular culture, Albania gets a bad rap sometimes from movies like Liam Neeson's. And while it can be good in movies... The villains were apparently Albanian in the film. Albanian, exactly. And while it can be good for movies... We have a lot more to offer than that, so come and get taken by Albania. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know uh, about that. Hinging it off human trafficking. Um, it's a bold strategy. It is. Well, look, there's another bold strategy that Nebraska took um, when they, the US state Nebraska, where I think they go the reverse psychology for this one because their, uh, their slogan was um, Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. <laughs> 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 Which... Is pretty genius. 
That does make me want to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, well, maybe it's for me. Maybe yeah. I'll be one that likes it. You do want to be the chosen one, don't you? Um, but in terms of actually great slogans, uh, one of the ones that was on many of the top ten lists uh, was for the uh, African nation of Djibouti. Ooh. Right? Small nation, population just under a million, uh, northeast, east-ish Africa, mostly French, Arabic-speaking, and... Uh, the name of the country is Djibouti, right? And their slogan was Djibouti. <laughs> <laughs> Which Djibouti? Could... <laughs> oh, Djibouti! Djezelenko, <laughs> uh, Djibouti. <laughs> <laughs> so it really re- rolls off the tongue, you know, after a, after a cold one. That's oh, not bad. Djibouti. <laughs> So there you go. Those are my favourite, more interesting slogans for tourism. Now, next stop is actually going somewhere. Wow, 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 it's very nice. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Matt, did you know that my second preference at university was architecture? What? You have not told me that. That's why you've been watching so much Grand Design. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I tell you what, we watched one last night in bed. Uh, Grand Design's New Zealand's. Ooh. They built a huge house yoga retreat. I reckon New Zealand's, it's it's close to Kevin McLeod for some of the, the best houses. I mean, their houses are mint over Let there. Let me guess. It rained. The concreters <laughs> couldn't put anything down. They had to ask the bank for more money five times, and suddenly before it was even finished, they had to live in... Some unfinished side room of the house. Look, yes, they went a million over budget, but look, that's besides <laughs> the point. Cool, Millie. Um, because I, 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 architecture was, because I really like the design of house and the best way to mm. live and all the functionality and that sort of thing. Um, and I could have used a bit more of that in my day yesterday because, well, in my house... Uh, it's it's sort of a, a skinny terracey kind of house and you walk mm. in and like a lot of them, there's two bedrooms on the left, you walk forward and then you turn left to go in the living but straight ahead is the bathroom, all right? So you can walk yeah. straight into the bathroom from down the corridor and yeah, the kitchen's back around the corner at the back. But um, I had a shower yesterday, um, getting ready to go and, you know, get stuck into some good fun outdoor <laughs> socializing in Melbourne yeah. down at Bob Bar. Uh, Woods was going out to film a new video clip, right? So she was packing the car with all sorts of stuff in and out. She's on it. On it very quickly. Immediately. As soon as lockdown goes, absolutely back on the grind. Out out she goes. Great. Um, But in doing so, obviously to make it easier for her, um, she left the front door open so she could go back and forth um, in the car. And so I didn't realise that was going on. And so I finished my shower and I... And I opened the bathroom door, and as, as I did, I could see all the way down the corridor, straight out the open front door of the house, <laughs> and a lady was walking past in such synchronicity <laughs> that she turned, looked straight up the house, and there I was, as if framed by a doorframe angel, no clothes on, absolutely <laughs> naked, and we locked eyes, and then she was gone. And then she said, "She said, does Mitchell live here? Because <laughs> I can see a Johnson." Um, look, 
She was wearing a mask, um, but I could certainly sense the mouth agape at what was going on in the in the brief moment. That and not that in happened. a Looney Tunes, you know, tongue rolling out kind of way. Either. No, 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 no. In like a hands on either side emoji. Yes. A scream, a scream style yeah. emoji. And I'm usually a tie the towel around myself, you know, and walk back to the room and get changed there kind of person. Yeah. But on this instance, because I always forget my towel in the bedroom. And so I'm like, I'll, I'll hang it up on the rack here. It'll dry. And I can just go, nope. Copped an eyeful. <laughs> well, let's so I'd like to publicly it. apologize to that and also no. publicly crucify the architects of the property, having the bathroom door in line with the front door all the way out onto the street. Well, okay, two things. One, let's not pretend that it wasn't the best time possible for her to have copped an eyeful, all right, because nice warm shower. I know how cool it is down in Melbourne, you know. I'm sure that was a steamed up joint. I'm Look, sure it, there was it a lot. I've been stuck indoors for a long time. I mean, it's starting to get a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of uh, extra Overgrowth there. Yeah, not <laughs> keeping myself prim and proper. Might but, um, do the perm upstairs and downstairs. But, but, but what I am thinking, but what, what? So if you're asking, are you asking about dodgy architecture or bad no, design? No, I'm asking. I'm asking you, Matt. Has anyone ever had a courtier? No. Nah, in the nude, although, walked, in although on, walked in the I, shower. Oh, I mean, we heard about the time where we got locked out in in the hotel and had to walk. Yeah, down well, the I remember one time. Jocks. I probably shouldn't even tell this story. <laughs> to, okay, before I go into this story, I do want to say, design, poor design, can really get you because sometimes, sometimes, well, I mean, there's nothing worse than, um, you know, sitting down on the toilet mm. and there's a full length mirror opposite the. <laughs> Have you been to one like sometimes hey, they do? I hotels. didn't realize that my house growing up was weird until a friend came over, then walked out of the bathroom and said, I got a mirror in there. It's like it was an Have old haze chocolate mirror by order of Queen Elizabeth II. It, it replaced the times tables after we got over that age. I don't know. <laughs> and well, because the full length mirror, there's things you just shouldn't see. Yeah, the worst you in know? the hotel and you've got the full length on the side, you just look to the left and you just see the whole, whole <laughs> just profile. Just this little pathetic person sitting on the on the loo. Um, but have I ever been, what, caught in the nutty? Yeah. I mean, I might as well say it because I wonder whether you'll even be able to put it in the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, this is adults only. Okay. Um, so back in my early comedy career, um, I got an opportunity to fly down to Melbourne to um, perform, you know, and this is early on in my career. We're talking mid-2000s here, okay? Goodness. So probably 2007, 2008 possibly, all right? This is a couple of years after you auditioned for Australian Idol and didn't get past <laughs> the Wranglers who and keep the absolute swill away from Dicko and Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I get off uh, the plane, go to my hotel, right? And I'm, I'm not used to hotels at this stage of my career. So it's very exciting. Now, I don't have internet on my phone. This is 2006, no, 2007, right? Why would you? So, so I'm still it, rocking the basic Nokia. Yeah, you, you had Snake and that I was be, it. I, yeah, exactly, right? I think Snake 2 by that stage. So I get to my hotel. I'm all alone. It doesn't have fancy adults channel. So I, so I go for a walk and I go and pick up 
A. <laughs> I can't pick up like a picture magazine or a people magazine. <laughs> right. okay. Oh, I tell you what, Matt O'Kai, I'm so glad I met you in the after 2014 because Matt O'Kai in the 2000s was mid was was new levels of, of an crumb. absolute mongrel. <laughs> and so, anyways. I pick up my uh, my I think yeah picture or people magazine like, whatever the like, cheapest one one was. As someone who's never purchased one, how do you? What's the interaction like at well, the? Well, I was checkout? from Melbourne. I was I wasn't from Melbourne. <laughs> In the middle of the city, I just went to a kiosk. I just cool as a cucumber. And it was a few hours before you went on TV, and so yeah, no, 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 so I you, wasn't. So you didn't have to buy it the next day because if you did, then people would recognise <laughs> you. People would recognise. <laughs> hey, nice spot on Rove. What? <laughs> No, just the People magazine, please. Leave me alone. Um, no, I wasn't doing TV. I, I don't know what the gig was for. Anyways, I pick up a picture magazine, People magazine, and um, I go back to my hotel and I start reading <laughs> said magazine. Okay, start <laughs> perusing the pages. Start of this. the articles. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you start playing Snake 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, you know when you're playing Snake and it's, it's had a few pieces of fruit. So it gets, <laughs> yeah, it gets quite a fair bit longer into this part of the game. <laughs> And um, <laughs> eventually, I mean, I, and a lot of people played Snake 1, but I don't know if you know, but in Snake 2, once the, the snake gets to a certain size, it actually <laughs> expels all of the apples that it's eaten. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 so, yep. So I'm, I swear to God, just as things are about to reach... The boss level of Snake 2, right? <laughs> yep. You're about to beat the final boss. <laughs> I swear to God, I hear the door click open. And I'm like, oh, what? And then this old dude, this janitor, comes in the door. But I'm too far gone. I've delivered the final blow to the, to the boss. <laughs> and literally, I stand up and I go... No! <laughs> but I'm also like quivering. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, no. He, oh, no. This poor guy has seen it all. And he, he just says, oh, I'm so sorry. And <laughs> Max away, and I'm scrambling. I'm trying to hold up my pants and everything. I'm shivering. My legs are quivering. I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if anyone has seen season two of my show, the other guy on stand, there is a certain scene. <laughs> oh, that I should I should know. People ask you if it's based on real life. <laughs> oh. There is certainly some some inspiration from. <laughs> Anyways, let us know when you've been caught in the nude, <laughs> Matt.and.alex. <laughs> <laughs>
on Instagram. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kine, grab yourself your bowl of fruit, chuck it on your head because it's time for some more Talkback Conga. Are the big fruit basket head pieces conga? Is that, something, is that salsa? I don't know, but I'm seeing like the puffy red kind of dress, you know? Yeah, or like yeah, the yeah. little the boob tube, tube top and then the, 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 big, the big red dress. Um, neither of which uh, we're, wearing, we're wearing just T-shirts and jeans. Very boring. <laughs> But we are in a festive mood because we are doing talk about Conga. Um, we asked you when is Karma Gotcha. Then we went to when have you gotten twenty bucks. Then we went to what's the worst bet you've made. Which we then we went to what's your relationship rules. And of course, listen to Daniel yesterday. His relationship rule always rates his burps with his partner, which meant we had to inevitably end up at today's talk about Conga question. What do you keep score of? Yeah, you got anything? Oh, kind. You've uh, you got a scoreboard up in the house. Give a tick on everything. Nah, but look, my partner and I, we do rate our meals out. Oh. We don't we don't do the Google reviews, you know, but we we will just say how was that experience, atmosphere, food. Then we'll do the best dish, you know. So it's uh, that's a pretty common one that we do. When I go out, I eat a single meal. There's no entrees. <laughs> that dessert menu does not even come out of the back, my friend. Oh, when Alex Dyson goes to a restaurant, we have uh, <laughs> we have courses, my friend. We have <laughs> we degus. We discuss over degus. They discuss now, me now. Uh, we've got Monica joining us from Sydney right now because Monica keeps track of something. Hello, Monica. Hi there, boys. Your partner and you keep scores over um, certain facial features. Yeah, we keep scores of uh, doppelgangers. So usually it's me ferociously tapping his arm or grabbing him and forcing him to stare at a stranger. Um, and then we rate the stranger and then we rate how good the score was. And then one of us gets to gloat as to who's in the lead. Okay, okay. well, look, Monica, give us, just give us an example so that I know who your doppelganger might look like. Who is your movie star doppelganger and who's your, who's your partner's movie star doppelganger? My partner's movie star doppelganger is Ashton Kutcher. Um, so, Ooh, you know, could not a bad be a one. lot worse. Could be a mm. lot worse. Yep. And then I don't know if I should be complimented or insulted by mine. People say I look like Drew Barrymore. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'll go Drew. <laughs> Drew's all right. You're good with Drew. <laughs> like, I wish I was a Mila Kunis, but, you know, we can't all look like Mila Kunis, can <laughs> we? People think Ashton and Mila are walking around. Uh, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I caught bloody Willem Dafoe. How do you... F- <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> People really do send they you a put lot it of William Defoe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a meme. No, the guy in those tight pants. No. He's got I cut that so much. He's got very tight pants and quite a large appendage that you can see through the pants and everyone. This you, Dyson. Dyson. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, sorry, Monica. Um, who is in? Who is currently in the lead? Who is leading the doppelganger race? Uh, I think I am, but that's because I stare at people more, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> right. Has, has you, anyone ever gotten you, like, spotted you spotting them? Yes, we have had that. And do they say, do you mind? Well, they didn't say, do you mind, but they were like, 
why are you trying to take a picture of me? And then I had oh, to explain no. that, You're I was, taking that I was pictures of them. I, was try- I had to explain that I was trying to take a photo to send it to my fiance because they looked like his best friend, but oh, they didn't so really like You that just walk much. up to someone and take a photo of them. <laughs> no, I was, I was pretending I was FaceTiming someone, but then they realised that I wasn't. It was a fake. Someone. Oh, now this is an even more uncomfortable situation. Oh, Monica, that's that's difficult stuff. Did they did they believe you at the end and forgive you, and that was all fine? They did. They were like, oh. It's it sounds like a cool game that you play. So <laughs> you can use the photo, but like, it's, I was like, Monica, you, you forgot the first rule of doppelganger club is you don't talk about <laughs> doppelganger club. You don't make it so obvious that you're taking photos in doppelganger club. Well, Monica, I thank you for giving us our final talk back conga topic for the week. We're going to head into the week. We're going to, we've done the full five in a row. We're going to go into our Friday with the question. When have you been sprung? No, we've done that today. Did we do that. We've done that today with you, Matt O'Kai. Just you're no, gonna have to listen to the podcast. You're gonna have to listen to the podcast of <laughs> the full thing just to hear what happened there, Monica. But um, yeah, when have you been caught when taking have you a been pick? Bust, when have you been sprung? <laughs> get you guys in trouble that one. <laughs> well, I've already been in trouble, so uh, <laughs> it ties in. Look, it ties in with both our talkbacks. There you go. When have there you, you been go. sprung? Or when, have you, or when have you been busted taking a pick? Or, or, or picks gone wrong, maybe? Picks Potentially. gone wrong. Thank you very much for chatting to us, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Cheers. See bye. you, Mom. Bye. I smell toast. Oh, my God. Okay, Matt. I'm, <laughs> I just put the mics on because my, my pocket is vibrating, and I just, re- I just remembered something. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Well, I got a... I got a call yesterday. Um, mm. It was from like a, a telemarketing charity thing. It yeah. was like, hey, you know, we'd love you to sign up for the for the charity and, you know, give some money you've given in the past. We'd really love Sounds you. like some a good money. thing. Give yeah. money. But I was, I, was on a, I was on a Zoom meeting at the time. I'm like, oh, can you call me back? And I'm, can you call me back sometime? She's like, yeah, sure. What time suits you? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to do it this way. I'd prefer to sign up online. And so I told them a time which would be in the middle of us recording this podcast because I knew I wouldn't be able to answer the call and I just mm. wanted to avoid them. Okay. Um, and it was, yeah, they've, they've hung up just now. But um, I am feeling a little bit guilty about it. So what's the, do you know what the charity is? Yeah, but I don't want to name the charity. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, so they know that I'm deliberately avoiding their calls. <laughs> You know, but I've signed. I've given them plenty of money over the years, so that's all oh, right. So that's good person, right? Yeah, no, you've right? done the right thing now. But when they you're like, only, oh, but, but I'll you're call only you back so as... we can organise some nah, new nah, charity, nah, nah. and I deliberately say a time where I'm no, going to be recording podcasts and can't like talk to the, them. It's like the NRL, mate. You're only as good as your last match. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so you might have won the premiership in the past, buddy, but uh, you lose wooden so, spoon. So. So what should I have done? Should I have just told them blank to the face, I'm not in a position right now. Um, thank you very much for inquiring. Should I say, what, how, do I, how do I do this? How do I negotiate this thing? Uh, oh, please. Oh, teller of truths and the, well, the most no, terrible okay. person hey, hey, in hey, the world. Hey, so what I will say is that I used to work at a call center. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now, this person working at, that calling you, they don't care. All right. There's a there's a really good chance that they have literally no affiliation 
whatsoever at all. Okay. All right. So, so you you know they're calling up, going, "Oh, would you like to donate money to help uh, all the uh, the cats around the world be cured of their cat glaucoma?" And you're feeling a bit guilty because you're picturing this person with their poor glaucoma cat on their yeah, lap. The cat's it's, it's, eyes. They're probably bit. an out of work actor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying they're probably. Or okay. I'm only saying because I've been in that situation. Mm. But and you just finished up on um, Monarch Cove. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, oh man, you should have seen some of the people I was working next to. I remember I was on. I remember there was someone who just who was who was the lead on a Channel Nine TV show. <laughs> I would drive past their billboards. Yeah. To go and sit next to them in the call centre. <laughs> You weren't helping charity. You were flogging some cheap wines, we were, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, we, we were trying to sell some wine. So, um, can you name names? Has it been long enough that you could? Nah, you could nah. Say that? Well, what I will say is there were Logie nominees. What? Okay. <laughs> but so, so mm. you, you right now, mm. that person that you just like you're ignoring right now. Yeah, that person I dogged. Yep. Could be Chris Hemsworth. Okay, I'm just saying it could be Chris Hemsworth. All right, well, I need to know your tips. I'm feeling <laughs> terrible. How do you deal with these calls that potentially come through to your phone that you don't want to do, whether it is charity, whether it is some, you know, electricity prices? I could get a really good deal. I'm not sure if you know this, Literally. Matt. I could get a really good deal on electricity these days. <laughs> I, I got done. I, I did, went for one of those. No! I no, I know. I did. I did. I said to one the other day because they get on the phone. They're like, oh, Alex, so good to have reached you. And I'm like, I get through. And they keep saying that. I'm like, look, you've got, I've told you before. Can you take my number off this? Either do that or change up the way you talk to me because I know it's... That's how, how it's going every time. That's why they, they use actors. Yeah, that's but it. I did, I did the, the, the frequent flyer one. Look, always just say... <laughs> No, thank you. Please take me off this list. All right, and that'll usually help. Or not for this campaign. Please take me off the list. But right, if you like me, not not too confrontational. Any other sideways to get out of things? Happy to take it. Please get in touch with your boys. Well, Matt, that brings us to the end of a breathtaking Matt and Alex Alto breakfast. I would almost go as far as saying it was. Very nice. Very nice. You know, I didn't come into work expecting to tell stories like that. <laughs> I really just didn't think that I would. Well, you, you don't think through coming into things. That's the problem, Matt. <laughs> you know, I... I, <laughs> I think probably Particularly the thing that, I think the thing that I'm probably most embarrassed about in the whole situation... Is buying a People magazine? Yeah. Like I think that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that thing. He just he just sees it on the nightstand and then gets uh, then thinks less of you. Anyway, um, that was incredible. Thank you very much for uh, for jo- for joining us here. Um, make sure you're listening to tomorrow's show. We are trying to lock in our robe ambassador. Thank you for suggesting. Thank you for voting. We're going to reveal who has won our robe ambassador. Is it Robe McManus? <laughs> is it Shadow Knoll who was robed by Guy Sebastian back in the day? Or is it fitness guru Stephanie Sanzo? Uh, we'll be finding out tomorrow and hopefully convincing them to uh, flog our robes. Even though you can't buy them, it's a real waste of... <laughs> Let's not talk <laughs> about flogging fl- anything right now, all right? <laughs> now, we are going to leave you with a little bit of extra mm, thoughts that I of the realisation that I had after we turned the microphones off. <laughs> Matt um, and Alex... 
final thought, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, just something that I realised that I asked Alex to turn the mic back on um, because I, yeah, it it just, something stuck with me. <laughs> That's it for today. We'll catch you later on All Day Breakfast. I've only moaned like that twice. <laughs> I know, I swear to God, like I've only, that noise has only ever come out of my mouth twice. Um, once in that situation in the hotel room and the other when I was bungee jumping. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how intensely terrifying and, yeah, the whole situation was. Breakfast Kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.